0: What's it like to share your message with the world through podcasting? What is your method for helping people and making a positive difference in the world? Hi, I'm Shelley Carney, Livecast Coach and host of the Messages and Methods podcast. Join me as I share fascinating stories and insights from podcasting women I met at the She Podcast Live conference in Scottsdale, Arizona in October 2021. This series of interviews will provide the foundation of understanding of why women podcast today and how they impact the world through their voice and message. My guest for this conversation is Jen McFarland. She is a passionate and compassionate champion of entrepreneurs, founders, and business owners. She has more than 25 years of experience in leadership and digital marketing. As CEO of Women Conquer Business, she consults with businesses on configuring marketing software systems and processes to suit their unique growth needs. Her new business, Epiphany Courses, provides online courses for business leaders. She shares her business and leadership knowledge on the Women Conquer Business podcast and Everyday Epiphanies for Business Leaders. She is a speaker, teacher, leader, and visionary for the business community who loves dad jokes, Building seamless systems and helping people find more joy in their work. Jen is speaking on the panel titled Four Plus Key Marketing Tools to Expand Your Reach, and she is also a sponsor of the She Podcast Conference. Welcome, Jen.
1: Thank you so much for having me. Well,
0: thank you for being here. We're really excited to talk with you today. So tell us some more about yourself. I read this bio, mm-hmm. but I'm sure there's a lot more humanity when you tell it. So tell <laughs> us more about yourself.
1: Sure. I've, ha- I've had a lot of experiences. So not only in marketing, but I took a pause in the middle of my professional marketing career to do Peace Corps with my husband. We lived yeah. overseas mm-hmm. in Kazakhstan. We lived in Arizona at the time and moved to like the coldest place we could find just south of Siberia in Kazakhstan and and had a wonderful experience for two years getting to know another culture. At that point, I realized how much I loved projects and I put together a lot of projects while I was there. And then I came back and studied leadership and marketing and leadership and management and then kind of leveraged the marketing throughout my career. The reason I like to do The problems behind marketing, so automation and process, is that I spent 10 years as an executive at the city of Portland working on high-end technical projects and solving business problems. So moving into helping smaller businesses was just a natural thing for me. And I just really love helping smaller businesses realize what's possible in -hmm. terms of marketing and sometimes process, just understanding that they can do everything that they want on the budget that they have.
0: So I, I love a good system. I don't like inventing the system. It's just like when we need to do an Excel spreadsheet, mm-hmm. I say, you know, uh, if you could set it up for me, I, well, I'll, fi- I'll fill it all in all, all day long, but setting it up, uh, you know, is, is the hard part for me. So tell me a little bit more about how you come up with systems and, and how you, how you work with small businesses in that way.
1: Sure. One of the biggest things that I learned, and and actually I did learn it in Peace Corps, was how important it is to listen. So you don't create something that you think somebody else needs. You have to listen to what they're actually telling you, and then create that for them. And and in Peace Corps, the reason I mentioned that is a lot of, you know, Americans go in and they make whatever they think their village needs. (laughs) And if they don't need it, they're just never going to use it. So that's like a failed project. So when I work with clients, they usually come to me when something isn't working or they're at a place where their growth has stalled out. And we just start off with a conversation. I ask a lot of questions, ask them what they really need, and then we build it out for them based on not only their goals today, but where they'd like to be in three to five years. I'm a little bit different because I don't come into things with a preconceived idea of how we do things (laughs) I really want to know what it is that people are looking for and I also ask for different things like where's your revenue coming from now and how is that different from where you want it to come from in the future because there's so many factors that tie into your marketing and into your processes that people don't even think about and so I try to as much as possible I know it's very hard in this you know uncertain world you know we do try to say okay where would you like to be and then
0: how do we get there so um, my brother-in-law worked for the Peace Corps for a while. He started off in the Department of the Interior as a, a civil engineer, then went into the Peace Corps uh, building waterworks types mm-hmm. of projects in, in Africa, started off in the Cape Verde Islands, and uh, lived all over Africa, then joined um, USAID mm-hmm. to continue that work, uh, you know, that diplomatic-type work, but can, you know, focused on water projects and civil engineering projects for these different African countries. And, uh, I just, I wonder what it was that drew you, uh, you and your husband into the Peace Corps and what did you, uh, experience there and what did you get out of it?
1: Sure. Well, it helped that one of my closest friends lived in Bolivia in the Peace Corps right after college. And so I was, at the time, you know, there was no email. Now many volunteers can email back and forth, but Bolivia didn't have that. So we were pen pals for the full two years, and I would hear, like, these, I would get these really long letters about the struggles and what was happening, and I was so fascinated by it, and I hadn't done any traveling. So I was just, I was enamored with the whole idea, and I'm really passionate about helping other people, and so I thought it was just a way to really marry the two together, In contrast, my husband had traveled a lot. He had done all different kinds of things. So for him, it was a big adventure. And for me, it was like an adventure plus the first time really seeing the world, you know? And what a way to like see the world is to really just have all your creature comforts taken away (laughs) and really be immersed in somebody else's culture and then really understand what your own values are by being presented with somebody else's. And then it was, I mean, it was a fantastic experience. I think more people should travel and more people should be uncomfortable with things because it really is a good experience for growth. Mm -hmm. And it really set me on a different trajectory, I think, than where where I would have been if I hadn't done it.
0: Uh, Well, tell me more about that. Oh, (laughs) (laughs) this trajectory change. I want to know about that.
1: Well, I I think that it really solidified who I am as a person. And it helped me see that my real passion is in the problem-solving space and in what it is that that we're seeing that is going on and like how we can really collaborate and help each other. I really like to teach, but I also learned that I didn't want to be a traditional teacher mm-hmm. in a classroom. My husband was great at it. I like helping people who want help (laughs) and I like helping people who are engaged and so it really like I said it really changed things I came back and I became more of a trainer in and I realized that marketing was kind of always present for me even if I wasn't necessarily like a marketing director or different things like that so it just kind of shifts your values when you kind of shake the snow globe, as it were, in mm-hmm. your life. And and so, yeah, I think, I don't know where I would be if I hadn't have done it. I mean, certainly we'd still be married and just maybe had stayed in Arizona, which is where we lived before. I don't know. But I really like how things have progressed since. It's been a really fun ride.
0: Okay. Well, tell us more about your podcast. You have two of them. So tell us about uh, the two of those.
1: Sure. So I started the Women Conquer Business podcast in 2018. It started off with a co-host, um, and then over time I just took the whole show over. And it's always been a blend of solo shows and interview shows. I like to talk about, I like to interview women and find out what they're working on, how they got there, and where they want to be. It's not really like, it's not. I'm not coaching people. Most of the time we're not talking about marketing, we're just talking about like what's going on with them. And it's been really fun. I really enjoy doing this, like meeting somebody new, finding out, learning about them and and doing that kind of stuff. And then I also just talk about sometimes it's just what I see going on in the world and those are the solo shows and then sometimes they're a little more structured like I'll talk about projects and managing your projects for your business or something some trend that's going on in marketing that's you know maybe not the best idea for most people like I had a a show about don't just friend somebody on Facebook or LinkedIn and then go into the messages and try to sell to them because there was like a big trend where everybody thought that was good I'm like that's a bad idea. Nobody wants to be that guy, you know, so I kind of did a blend of different things like that. And I did that for about uh, three years. Um, And I haven't had as many shows because 2020 was a very difficult year for me and uh, for a variety of reasons. And I've had a few shows set in 2021 for Women Conquer Business. And then I started a new company, Epiphany Courses. That's the entity that is a sponsor for She Podcast. And the new show is really interesting. It's called Everyday Epiphanies for Business Leaders. It's premium content. And so this funny thing happened on the way to having a podcast where at the very beginning, I I don't even know how these people found me. um, Somebody said, you know, you're a good teacher. Do you want to do audio lessons? (laughs) And so I've been doing audio lessons on this other platform and it's monetized. And so I'm like, but it's not exclusive. So now Everyday Epiphanies is like this premium content that... I know other people are paying for, but now I'm selling it under my own Everyday Epiphanies um, podcast. So, and those are strictly like marketing how-tos, like really high value. Every single one is 20 minutes or less because we're really targeting business leaders who, frankly, just don't have a lot of time. Mm. So it's a really uh, tight lessons is what the second one is. But I know I'm going to go back to interviews. I really love meeting
0: people. And who do, who is in your audience? Who are you speaking to when you're doing your podcast?
1: You know, women business leaders for Women Conquer Business, for sure. Everyday Epiphanies, it really is the busy entrepreneur, probably in the first five years or seven years of their business. So sometimes there are a lot of rumors out there about marketing or like what you have to do or don't do. And then, you know other people who are at a point of growth and they maybe have questions. So that's what everyday epiphanies is for. It's for people who are really busy and maybe somebody said, Hey, you know, you should really get a chat bot, (laughs) you know, so they can go onto the show and learn like, well, what is a chat bot and when does a business need a chat bot and how much does that cost? And then it's, it's all about decision-making is really the key is what is it? When do I need it and how much is it going to cost me to implement it? And then, making a decision about it for yourself mm. so instead of selling somebody on a concept it's about just pre- presenting the details and saying now you get to choose if if this is going to work for you
0: excellent tell us a little bit about podcasting in your life how long have you been podcasting
1: so since 2018 um and then i just i also like being a guest it's really mm-hmm. fun to meet people that way too mm-hmm. So that's been a really big part of it.
0: And what made you decide to start the podcast on this particular topic?
1: Um, so, well, Women Conquer Business, My that's also the name of my marketing consultancy, and it's all about helping women entrepreneurs on that side. So it was just a natural extension to talk to women entrepreneurs and build community around that. Everyday epiphanies, like I said, it kind of grew out of something else that was just a, you know kind of the happy accident of having a show. That somebody else was interested in and and having it monetized and then saying, hey, you know, I could I could do this myself Um, or at least give it a shot. It's a new company. We'll see. You know, it's all a test, all an experiment.
0: And how long have you been doing uh, the Epiphanies courses? um, That was
1: this is pretty much at she podcast the launch mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. release. There's, I think, four or five episodes live right now because you got to give people. Something to listen to, so they're mm-hmm. excited, but yeah it's um it's brand new, so it's all very exciting
0: and what message do you hope your audience will hear and understand when they listen to your podcast
1: so for women conquer business it's really about being inspired you know, under seeing what other people are doing and understanding what's possible for them on everyday epiphanies it's it it really is the reason it has that name is because it's really about. These everyday aha moments that you can have. So somebody will tell you that you have to have something and you're like, I don't know what that is. And then you're like, Oh, okay, I get it. I understand. And then the second aha is like, to do it or not to do it. Like, and, and I think that those are, those are really welcome, welcoming things for an entrepreneur. They don't always have that opportunity to choose for themselves. We live in this world where everybody seems to be trying to sell us on something and I'm creating a safe space to just learn about it and then make a determination about whether or not it's even a good idea.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah. And that's super helpful. I mean, just to lay it out there and let them have an informed decision. So they feel like they are making the right choice.
1: Yeah. My co-founder and I are both consultants and we're really tackling the questions we answer over and over again.
0: Um, let's talk a little more about women in podcasting. Why do you, do you feel, and I'm sure you do because you're here. Why do you feel that it's important for women to participate in podcasting?
1: Well, let's face it. Most of the images that we see, most of the famous podcasters are all men. So it's important for us to be a part of that community too. And for us to say whatever it is that we have to say, (laughs) That's, that's what podcasting is all about. I'm also a woman in tech, like I handle more technical marketing stuff. And I understand from an experiential level, how hard it is for women to break into things that are technical, like podcasting is technical, different, you know, you do live streaming. So you understand, like, there's this barrier there. And and so the more we can break through those barriers and be like, hey, we're smart, too. We can do it. If you want to have a podcast, have a podcast. If you want to live stream, have a live stream. It's really important work that we're all doing, that you're doing, that I'm doing. We all have to keep having those
0: conversations, mm-hmm. help each other to to rise up, Right around, yeah, rise up, and and, uh, and participate in life. In what ways has your life changed since you began podcasting?
1: Oh, that's really interesting. I would say it's made me a little less introverted because it provides this safe space to talk mm-hmm. and. And be me that is not networking necessarily person to person. Although we are sitting across the table, it's not always like that. Mm-hmm. So it's a really kind of a safe container, I think, for myself and for other people.
0: Yeah, great. What made you decide to attend and to sponsor the She Podcast Live Conference?
1: Well, so it's interesting. I've been a member of the community probably like I think that what happened was I started a podcast because that was just a crazy thing just why not what else might you know this is fun and then I was on Facebook and I'm like well I'm a she and I have a podcast and Mm -hmm. so that so I joined the group Mm -hmm. like pretty much right away and I you know I applied in 2019 for the 2020 conference to speak um, and then it wasn't held due to the pandemic so then we took a pause and everything happened and then they contacted me. I didn't even apply to speak at this event (laughs) and they reached out to me, probably because they just want everybody to be here. And I was like, sure, I'll do it. Mm -hmm, Why not? mm -hmm. And then starting the new company, it just seemed good to to podcast and show support. I mean it's all about so if you if you really want to support women in podcasting, sometimes you have to show up and you have to show up a little bit bigger. And I think that's what Epiphany Courses decided Mm -hmm. to do as a sponsor.
0: Excellent. Yeah. Uh so you're speaking at the conference, is that right? Yeah. That's right. You're on the panel. Yep. And uh you're talking about four plus key marketing tools to expand your reach. Uh can you give us a little taste of what that's all about?
1: Absolutely. So what I teach often are all of the key things that all businesses need to have in order to really show up online. Like people tend to forget And digital marketing, you know, all marketing now is pretty much done online, but it's all run by computers. So a lot of what I teach is how to expand your footprint, how to have your business show up everywhere, Mm -hmm. all the same. So then it starts to bubble up. Sometimes the beginnings of, you know, search engine optimization or getting found on Google start by just filling out the piece of paper is what I say, you know, so, so when I am going to be talking about tomorrow is at the She Podcast Conference, is really. I've done all these polls and I found out that most people are putting all of their eggs in the social media basket. And I'm going to say, okay, yeah, but remember Facebook and Instagram went down last week. Here's why you can't do that. You know, you need to have all of these different components in place so that you're showing up in more places and then you're not as vulnerable if a social media network goes down or if your website goes down or any of these different things. I mean, it's important to really think of it as like a whole system. And there are some things you set up that you're never going to touch again. But by having it set up, you're really laying the groundwork for this footprint. Because what people don't understand about marketing is you have to set up clear goals and create a strategy that ties to those goals so that you can get where you want to be. But you also have to be in certain places so that when you do like paid marketing or when you do landing pages and sales funnels, they work Mm -hmm. (laughs) and it's, it all ties together. And oftentimes people hear about a tactic and they go after that instead of really thinking holistically about how is this going to affect my business? How is this going to really help me achieve the goals that I set out for myself? So I think I'll be talking more about how you holistically look at your marketing to get where it is that you want to go
0: yeah again that system that that it's so helpful if somebody can come in and set that up so that you can just keep filling it in every day that's right (laughs) and fill in those blanks but you know which blanks to fill in that's super helpful you talked about sponsoring did you say why you wanted to attend the conference what you were hoping to get out of it as uh, personally
1: for me personally gosh i think that to be honest I mean, I'm, I'm going to all of the sessions. I have a lot of different sessions I'm interested in, Mm -hmm. but I think more than anything, I have been in this community for a long time and it was like, I just wanted to like, I'm meeting people that I've only talked to online for like three years. And so it's really cool to be like, oh my gosh, you're right here. This is so neat. You are
0: real. You are real. (laughs) And they're like, oh
1: my gosh, you're real, Jen. So I think it's really about the people for me. Yeah. And meeting new people
0: like you. Yeah. This is awesome. Right? So what plans do you have for the future of your podcast?
1: Wow. You know, I don't know. Like I said, everyday epiphanies is brand new. Mm-hmm. So right now it's just about building it out and seeing what happens. It's always exciting at the beginning. And then with Women Conquer Business, you know, that's, that's really what I'm here for is to kind of reflect on that a little bit and where I want that to go and what what I have bandwidth to do with everything else in my life. Um, it's always just been really fun. It has been, it's a business driver in that people just enjoy it. Um, it's not really tied to a product or anything like that, which isn't what I really recommend by the way, um, but, but (laughs) do as I say, not as I do. (laughs) I know it's a passion project. And so that's, but I haven't had time for it because business growth. So, so it's like, what am I going to do with this thing that I love, that I really honestly don't have time for anymore, Mm. but I can't let go of because I'm a a serial content creator. Mm
0: -hmm. Yep. I know. (laughs) (laughs) Preach. (laughs) I thought you were the right crowd. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Um, At one point, this year we had three podcasts, one on Tuesdays, nice. one on Wednesdays, one on Thursdays, and, uh, and then we kind of started, it was consolidating the topic, and I'm like, okay, well, let's just do one a week. <laughs> it's all one topic, <laughs> one audience. Let's just...
1: Narrow For simplicity's that focus. sake. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Narrow that focus. And it's helped us a lot to uh, to move forward by having solidified and narrowed our focus to this one messages and methods podcast. So very helpful. Um, but, you know, it takes time to get there, right?
1: It does. And, you know, honestly, if Everyday Epiphanies does what I, I think it has the potential to do, I mean, Women Conquer Business, I would like to hand it off to somebody, like, if, if it's not going to be me, like I w I don't really want to let it go. I really like the brand name. I really like all of the content we have over there. So it's, it's your baby. It's my baby. So, <laughs> so we'll see. We'll yeah. see.
0: Yeah. Um. So I have two more questions and um, we're going to a- ask you the last question first, just, just to have it in mind so you can get there. But, uh, we're going to ask you where can people find and connect with you, but first, I want to know, is there any question that I did not ask you or something that you would like to touch upon that we haven't gotten to yet
1: no, i mean i think I feel like I've really um shared a lot, and I just really appreciate your time and having me on and you know learning about i love here's what I love about what you do. I think we both work with similar clientele. Mm-hmm and i love that you make it easy for bo- for people to do something like live streaming so that they're able to do whatever it is that they want to do and i think that that's, that we are both very much on par with like how we want to how we approach things and how we want to help people and i just really appreciate that i i was really drawn to you when we met a few days ago because of that. I think it's really powerful. So thank you for that. And thank you for having me on the show.
0: Oh, I'm just thrilled that you could be here. So tell us where can people find and connect with you?
1: Yeah. So probably the place on social media where I'm the most active is LinkedIn. Mm -hmm. um, And that's linkedin.com slash in slash Jen S McFarland. And then uh, you can find me on epiphanycourses.com or, uh, my other business, Women Conquer Business, and that's womenconquerbiz.com.
0: And are you giving a free uh, course away? Is that I something am. that you're yeah, doing? It's
1: part of the sponsorship, um, and it's available anywhere on our website. But if you go to uh, epiphanycourses.com slash she, then you can get to three big mistakes podcasters make, and you will learn that I just revealed that I have made one of those mistakes myself, which is having a podcast as a business owner, that isn't directly tied to some business goals. So you'll understand that I know these problems myself mm-hmm. and and the importance of untangling well, it, it all.
0: I feel like uh, as a life coach uh, that I've done you know, the life <laughs> coaching for a while, um, that we end up teaching people the thing that we need to learn the most, uh, you know, it's like, oh, well here's this piece of advice that I keep giving to everybody. Why don't I follow it myself for once? You know, uh, Absolutely. and that's just life, right?
1: Well, and I dedicated 2020 and then, you know, 2020 has been not maybe what we expected and 2021. has not been what we expected, but I dedicated 2020 to following my own advice. Mm-hmm. And it's amazing that the, the women conquer business podcast kind of faded a little bit when I started listening to my own advice mm-hmm. and, mm-hmm. Um, and the business, like took me into new places. So yes, I think it's really important that we listen to our own advice and also teach the things that we've learned um, to help others.
0: Well, thank you so much, Jen. This has been a really great interview and we uh, enjoyed spending time with you today on messages and methods podcast. I hope you enjoy the rest of she podcast live. Good luck to you on your, um, your talk that you're giving tomorrow. And I hope that we can work again Together in the future.
1: Me too. Thank you so much for having me.
0: Thank you for joining us for the Messages and Methods She Podcast Conference Interview Series with Shelly Carney, produced by Toby Eunice. Please subscribe, leave a great review, and look for our compilation book on Amazon soon. Share our podcast with your family and friends and discover how you can become a fabulous podcaster at agkmedia.studio or join our Facebook group, Leveraging Your Content. Check the show notes for links and resources and please enjoy all our wonderful podcast episodes.